What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Tuesday, December 19th. I am coming to you from the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood because it is a poker night. My tournament, it happens every single month, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament with $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. It's going on this evening. Cards will be in the air at 6 p.m. You could register until 9.30 p.m. You got no excuse. Oh, I was stuck in traffic. No, there's no traffic for that amount of time. I hope to see you here tonight at the poker table here in the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Come on out. Play some cards. We have a great time. You finish in second place after I get first. But don't worry. Second place It pays a lot of money. Now, I was here. I stayed here last night at the Hard Rock, not in the poker room. At least I had a hotel room. I stayed here because I came early yesterday after the show was over, and I hung out in the Hard Rock Sports Bar. For those of you that follow me on social media, you saw what I had going on. If you heard the show yesterday, well, then you definitely know what was going on. I had a parlay in, a six-player anytime touchdown parlay. And the last leg, I needed DK Metcalf to score a touchdown. If you watched the game, you saw there was a last-second touchdown by the Seahawks. But it wasn't to DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf barely got the ball until the fourth quarter. And he did not score. That means I did not score $58,000 in winnings. Of course, I get a lot of feedback, as always. I got feedback before every single player played. Oh, this is the guy who's going to ruin it for you. I don't have faith. Meanwhile, I went six for six last week and won. This past week, I was five for my first five and needed DK Metcalf to get that touchdown, and he didn't. A lot of people this morning writing me messages late last night. Oh, my God, what a stupid move. You didn't take the cash out offer. Let me explain this right off the bat because some of you are just tuning in to hear about this. And I don't know, maybe you'll stay. I hope you stay. But let me let me just explain this real quickly why I did not take the cash out offer. So the parlay would have paid if it hits fifty eight thousand five hundred dollars. The cash-out offer, the best cash-out offer Hard Rock Bet gave me was 21000 and change. Now, a lot of you were saying, and I'm not negating this, $21,000 is a lot of money, and it is. I don't care how much money you have. It doesn't matter. $21,000 is a lot of money. 58500 is a lot more. It's almost three times the amount of money. The reason I did not take the cash out offer, if I wanted $21,000 off those first five players, when I put my parlay in, I would have put in a five-player parlay with the same first five players, and it would have paid $21,000. Off my $600 bet, that's what that parlay would have paid. I put in a six-player parlay. 
why would I change my feeling? And I knew going into this game, going into everything when I put that parlay in, that Geno Smith may not play. That that was not going to take me away from my play. So why all of a sudden would I change my mind and say, you know what, I only want a five-player parlay instead of a six-player parlay? To me, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, all of a sudden now I'm scared of my wager? Oh, but Slater, you hit the first five. Well, that was the plan the whole time. I mean, to win a six-player parlay with an anytime touchdown, you got to hit the first five before you get to the sixth. So I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to get scared of my bet all of a sudden. I had the first five in. I believe the sixth player could come in with DK Metcalf. Drew Locke starting that game, it didn't mean anything to me. I didn't care. And again, I knew that going in. Now, today, waking up in the morning, having my coffee, having a croissant, and then having lunch, have I thought about it? Of course I've thought about it. But you can't look at this in hindsight. That's not how this works. After you lose, oh, you should have taken 21000 Well, of course, because you lost the bet. But if you win, how dumb do you look taking the twenty-one? I'm not getting scared off my bet. The buyout offer for me would have had to be thirty grand. If it was thirty grand, then I'm getting way more value for five players than just what a five-player parlay would have paid. I would have taken thirty grand. It would have made sense. It didn't make sense for me to cash out after five because I had a six-player parlay. I put it in for six players. If I wanted the 21, I would have just put in a five-player parlay and got paid on Sunday, and I didn't even have to wait until last night. So I hope that explains a little bit more to all of you about my decision, and it makes you understand it a little bit more. Now, the next question is, before I get into the Dolphins' facing the Cowboys, which is going to be monstrous, and also the Miami Heat having a a healthy team now but still not winning. Let me say one more thing because I'm getting inundated with messages, direct messages on Instagram, Twitter, all over the place. People are coming out of the woodworks wanting my picks. People want to know if I'm going to publish my picks. People want to know if they can buy my picks. I am getting messages, all different sorts of messages from everywhere. By tomorrow or Thursday, I will give all of you the opportunity to get my picks. Just follow me on Twitter, at Andy Slater, and I will have all of the details there. I think what I'm going to do is fair, and of course, I do believe that all of us will win. We had so many people tailing my plays and the parlays. There I was in the sports bar last night, and I've got all these people around me and behind me. They're they're all rooting for a DK Metcalf touchdown because they were tailing my plays. I walked into the poker room here to do the show. People in here were talking about tailing my plays. Now, a lot of people cashed out. You know, you have that opportunity to get money. You get it. I totally understand. I had the opportunity to get $58,500, and I, I went for it which is the reason I put that play in 
with six players. So if you couldn't tell, I am in the poker room here. Uh, you will hear chips in the background flying. You'll hear announcements in the background, hopefully not uh, too loud, but they're calling people to go to tables because there's a lot of action going on here. There's action in the poker room. There's action outside the poker room. There's so much action here at the Hard Rock nowadays with the addition of craps and roulette and the sports book. It's just an amazing place. So I really hope to see you guys out here tonight for my tournament. It starts at 6. You could register until 9.30. It's 250 bucks to buy in. The last two months, we had more than $30,000 in the prize pool, but there is a guarantee the minimum will be $20,000. So I hope to uh, hang out with a lot of you tonight and, of course, take your chips. Meanwhile, you hear my voice today, so I'm on the airwaves. I'll be with you tomorrow. I'll be with you on Thursday. I will be with you on Friday. And then we got Christmas coming up. We got the holidays coming up. So the schedule is off a little bit. I won't be with you on Christmas Day, which is Monday. It's uh, a week from yesterday. And then I won't be with you next Friday. But that's a long ways away. I got to figure out my travel schedule. Because I'm here in South Florida and I've been here for like a week now. Long time for me, right? Uh, I've been here for a while. Um, I will continue to be here for a while, uh, but I do want to go visit some friends in Chicago. I got some good friends there. Yes, it doesn't have to be in Medellin. I have friends outside of Medellin. And I may go to Baltimore because, again, that Baltimore Dolphins game could be for all the marbles in the AFC. It should be a lot of fun here the final three weeks, especially if the Dolphins get three W's. They control their own destiny. All right, so I have a lot to get to. Dolphins talk, some heat talk. Uh, just talk. I like talking, which is a good thing because I'm a talk show host. But I can't discuss anything further until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. Here is a stat that kind of blows my mind. So we have the Dolphins and Cowboys getting ready to play on Sunday. Both teams have 10 wins. Only one of the wins by either team. So both teams have 10. That means there's a total of 20 victories there. Only one of those 20 wins came over a team with a winning record. How incredible is that? The Cowboys are 1-3 against teams above 500. The Dolphins are 0-3 against teams above 500. So does that mean we're going to learn something on Sunday? Is that what this game is about? Of course, it's about playoff positioning and getting in, too. I mean, you got to get in before you can get positioned. But are we going to learn something on Sunday? Which team is really good if Dallas is 1-3 against teams above 500 and the Dolphins are 0-3 against teams above 500? I suspect, and this is just my suspicion, I suspect that one of the teams on the field Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium is going to be labeled a complete fraud. I think that. And the Miami Dolphins will be out there to prove it is not them. They will be out there trying to show everyone 
that they are not fraudulent. Because there's this storyline, we've heard it in many, many places. There's a storyline that the Dolphins cannot beat good teams. And then there's a storyline about the Cowboys. We don't talk a lot about it here because this is South Florida and this is all Dolphins talk. This is not a fake national show like all the other hosts do around here, or not all of them, but many of them. But there is a storyline outside of Florida where the Dallas Cowboys cannot beat good teams. They've only done it once. So both of those storylines are out there. Locally, nationally, the Dolphins, they just crushed the New York Jets. But we know... Yes, the Jets are not good at all. They're horrible. They would actually have to improve just to be horrible. They stink. The Dolphins swept them. But look at the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys just got smoked by the Buffalo Bills. So after that, people are like, hey, you know, the Cowboys are not real. They're just not for real. So here we sit. Sunday, maybe you'll be sitting at the stadium. You'll be watching that game in person, or you'll be watching it on television, or you'll be watching it on your phone. We're going to have two 10-win teams facing each other, and both of them have a storyline of they cannot beat a good opponent. I don't know if you've ever seen that Spider-Man meme, like you got two Spider-Mans pointing at each other, kind of like the same. I feel like That's what this game is. Instead of showing the Cowboys helmet and the Dolphins helmet, the broadcast should just show two Spider-Mans, just Spider-Man going after each other. Because we kind of have the same story here with both of these teams. We have the same hype with both of these teams. And you look at both quarterbacks, it's kind of the same conversation with Dak and Tua. Is Tua real? Is Dak real? Can they be winners? Are they not so good? Will they never lead their team to a Super Bowl? Or are they the MVP? That's what people say about Dak. That's what people say about Tua. You have the conversation for both of them. Cowboys can't win with Dak. Hey, Dak's the MVP. The Dolphins cannot win with Tua. He's never going to be the the franchise quarterback. And then you have... Tua, he's the MVP. Both of these QBs, at least the conversation is like they're both roller coasters. It's a roller coaster ride for both of them, conversation-wise. And the truth about Dak Prescott is similar to the truth about Tua Tungabailoa. They're both really good. If there was a franchise not named Dallas and they had a quarterback with Dak's skill set. I think that franchise would be very happy to have him. But they are Dallas. They are the Cowboys. They're the star. They're the boys. They're America's team. And for them, the standard is nuts. So because Dak hasn't won Super Bowls, ah, oh yeah, he's not going to get them to where they need to be. He's not the guy. They'll never win with him. 
That's what is said at least when he loses. Even though it's a 10-win team, a dang good team. So that's why some of this narrative stuff is silly, but the narrative, the storyline is out there, and it most certainly impacts the Dallas Cowboys. It's real. Now, to Tua's credit, it's almost as if he's graduated from this narrative talk. I think in part because he's been really good. And also in part because he hasn't gotten the big contract yet. He will get it. And then once he gets it, it'll be, we're paying this guy $200 million to do this? Mike White can do this. I'm sure that storyline is coming. But right now, two is still on his rookie deal. He's built mentally. He's physically tough. He's got a good family. And all of that matters when it comes to blocking out the noise. Or at least not discussing the noise. Because I don't believe the whole thing, oh, you don't hear this, you don't hear that. You only hear things from your inner circle, your people, the people you know. I don't believe that. But as far as not bringing it up and not letting it bother you, I, I do believe that. Tua, he doesn't let it bother him. He knows he can play. And this team, the Dolphins, they know he can play. His teammates know he can play. And he's going to get paid. So with Dak coming to town, it's just a reminder of the conversation that we've had with Tua. Is he the guy or is he the MVP? It's amazing. From one end all the way to the other, the, the difference between the two ends. And normally, that conversation takes place based on what just happened in the last game. Oh, my gosh, he's incredible. He's the MVP. Or, oh, gosh, this guy, he stinks. I'm telling you, they shouldn't pay him. It's all about what happened in the last game. Now, I'll tell you what happened last year. A year from today, I won my own poker tournament, and I plan to do it again. I've done it three times this year. Tonight will be the fourth. You can finish second, though, and it'll pay tons of money. Join me tonight right here where I am now in the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. The Slater Scoops Poker Tournament begins at 6 p.m. You could register until 9.30. It's 250 bucks to buy in. It's going to be fantastic, just as it has been every single month. The prize pool the past two months has gone over $30,000. If you knock me out, which would take some luck, but if you do knock me out of my own tournament tonight, not only will you get all of my chips, but I am going to give you two tickets to go see the Florida Panthers, and those tickets will be on the glass. First row to see the Florida Panthers. That is thanks to the Workers' Comp Legal Center. I hope to see you out here tonight. The Poker Room, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. It is the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament with at least $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. 6 p.m. cards are in the air. You can register until 9.30 right here where I am right now at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood.
So while we could argue and we could talk about the storyline with, oh, is that good? Is two of the guy? That, that could go on all day. You go to a sports bar, restaurant, uh, your friend's house, the couch. It doesn't matter. That conversation is always going to happen. Then you got the convo this year of can the Dolphins beat a good team? Can the Cowboys beat a good team? Now you got two 10-win teams facing each other Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium. But what about the actual game? What about the non-storylines, the actual football? And again, if you hear chips flying in the background, I'm doing the show here from the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. The actual football game that will be played on Sunday, if you're going to, if you're going to come up with a storyline for that, I think it's about injuries and who's going to play and who's not. Who's healthy? The Miami Dolphins are not the same team without Tyreek Hill. Such a bold statement there, I know. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe what Slater said this afternoon? I tuned in to him, and he said the Dolphins are not the same team without Tyreek Hill. That is why I listen to that guy. I know. It's not some, you know, bold statement. Not something like where I'm really standing on the ledge. However, it's reality. The Miami Dolphins need Tyreek Hill. And as far as the offensive line goes, they played well enough against the Jets. The Jets' defense is good. But how will they do against the Dallas Cowboys? Because while the Jets' defense is good, the defense for Dallas is very good. I know there's been some trash talk between Tyreek and Micah Parsons. That may lead me to believe that Tyreek will play along with Tyreek sitting out this past Sunday against the Jets. But if you're going to talk and talk and talk, you you got to be ready for that game. And look, Tyreek, I don't believe, is dealing with an injury that's a two, three, or four-week injury. The reason I don't believe that is because, according to all reports and eyewitnesses, Tyreek was going all out on the field before the game against the Jets, warming up. It led reporters who were there to believe that Tyreek was going to play in that game. That's how all out he was going. But the decision, it had already been made, I'm sure, that Tyreek was not going to play in that game. But I don't think Tyreek is going to be out again, unless it's way more serious than anybody's saying. But as far as that line goes, now the Dolphins' O-line has a week more of being more familiar with each other. They played together an extra week, which is key. Because line play, it's, it's five guys, but it's really five as one. That line playing together means so much. And if you don't believe me, watch the Philadelphia Eagles play. Like last night. The tush push. It's five guys playing as one. It's incredible to watch that line be in sync. And the Dolphins are just throwing guys out there. It's like the kitchen sink instead of being in sync. Like it's 11 on 11 in August or something. If the Dolphins are going to win big games, real games, Playoff games. 
they need improved line play all along the front. They weren't bad against the Jets, but against the Cowboys, this is going to be a test and a half because of the scale of the game, the importance of the game, the fact that this game is legit, and the Miami Dolphins, it's not a must-win, but it's a victory that they really need to have. Now, I was watching Monday Night Football last night here at the Hard Rock Sports Bar. I'm in the poker room right now, as you might be able to tell in the background. But at the same time, I was paying attention to the Heat and Timberwolves. The Heat lost, but there's a lot of good going on with this team right now. And I want to get into that conversation in just a moment. There's also a lot of good going on at Gulfstream Park. I was there this past Saturday, had a great time. It is the championship meet at Gulfstream Park right now in Hollandale Beach. And the championship meet, that means the best of the best. The best races, the best horses, the best jockeys, the best trainers in the world. They are all there right now at Gulfstream Park. Live racing every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. you got four days to choose from. The championship meet brings out the best of the best. The best people are out there. The best wagers are going on. And, heck, you could wager as little as 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. Make a reservation if you want to go to the trackside restaurant at Gulfstream Park, 10 Palms. Visit their site, GulfstreamPark.com. If you want to hang out outside in the Carousel Club, you could do that as well. There's wagering going on everywhere. There's food everywhere, and it's really good, too. The championship meet, it is full of exciting action, and it's happening right now in Hollandale Beach at Gulfstream Park. So I was paying very close attention to the Eagles and Seahawks because I needed DK Metcalf to score a touchdown. But I was also watching the Miami Heat. And I know they lost last night, and that's always a bummer. But I feel like last night was special for them. And the reason I think it's special is because they were finally a complete team. Less Kyle Lowry. Which, you you never want anyone out injured. It's not a serious injury. But... Not having Kyle Lowry, it's not like the end of the world. Bam was back, Tyler was back, and both of them looked good. And not only did they both look good, they both looked in heat shape. And we all know what heat shape is. Heat shape is a different standard. It is a completely different deal. I think that's why they entered so seamlessly. Particularly Tyler. He'd been out for more than a month so just going right into the game easing into it it's it's not easy to do here you go all right you're back go play an NBA game and not only go play an NBA game but go play against the best team in the Western Conference who also happens to be the best defensive team in the entire league who would have thunk the whole uh, Rudy Gobert thing would work but They are currently the best team in the West. I don't think most people would have believed that. But the Miami Heat had a very difficult matchup last night. I was there at the arena on Saturday. Like I told you, I went to Gulfstream Park Saturday. Then I drove from Gulfstream to downtown Miami. And I was there for the Jimmy Butler 
uh, buzzer beater. The game was tied. Jimmy with a great shot. It was perfection. I don't know what's going on with the Miami Heat in the fourth quarter. They've been terrible in the fourth quarter. Am I worried about their fourth quarters? No. Am I worried about the team in general? No. And the reason that I'm not worried about them, even though sometimes I'll come on here and I'll be like, "Eh, you know, I'm really not so sure. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're not. It is perfectly fine. There is no problem, even though they've lost some players, but they gained some players. It's perfectly fine looking back at last season. Everybody thinks, okay, Dame went to the Milwaukee Bucks. Now the Bucks are the team to beat, or the Celtics are the team to beat. To me, the team to beat remains the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are the defending Eastern Conference champions. Eric Spolstra is the longest tenured coach in the Eastern Conference. If you believe Eric Spolstra is the best coach in the NBA, I would not argue that with you. Some people will say, oh, it's Greg Popovich because he's even longer tenured. He is the longest tenured coach in the league. Eric Spolstra, this dude knows what he's doing. We can doubt him at times. We do. In the end, look at what this Miami Heat organization has done and look at what they just did last year, barely getting in. And then going all the way to the NBA Finals and winning a game as well in the NBA Finals. I was there to witness it. I was there in downtown Miami. I was there in Denver. I saw it all with my own eyes. And I said, and I was actually doing the show here at the Hard Rock as well when I said this, and I remember this very clearly. There was a show last year here at the Hard Rock. And I said on air to everybody before that second play-in game, I don't care if the Miami Heat win this play-in game or not. It's not going to make a difference. They're not going anywhere. Just take them out of their own misery. And if there was anything I ever said on the airwaves that turned out to be completely incorrect and I was so I was so on one end of the spectrum compared to what happened. That was it. And after they started advancing in the playoffs and taking down the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round, I said, I will never do that again. I will never count a team out again, at least a South Florida team. I just won't do it. So the Heat could have bad fourth quarters. They could be up and down. This team will be in heat shape come playoff time. There's no doubt in my mind. And it may not take that long, especially with Bam and Tyler back. Now, something else that may not take a lot of time, planning your future, your finances, your life goals. If you do it by yourself, it may take a while. But call Trajan Wealth or go to Trajan Wealth's site, TrajanWealth.com. Because at Trajan Wealth, they will help you design a plan that's based around your goals. Whatever your life objectives are, whatever your financial objective is, that goal, something you've been thinking about for a while, 
Look, I'm here doing the show in the poker room right now. People have goals here in the poker room. But in life in general, we all have financial goals. Some of us want to retire early. You want to set aside a certain amount of money. Contact Trajan Wealth. They will get you going in the right direction. Visit their site, TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or call them. They're located locally in Palm Beach. 561-390-1000. Don't wait any longer. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. All right, so here I am, as I told you, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood in the poker room. Last night I was in the sports bar. Now I'm in the poker room. Tonight I'm going to be taking a picture, winning my own poker tournament. And every time I'm here, I bring on Jason Heidenthal. Jason essentially runs all of the tournaments here in the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Jason, I just played in your big event in the ballroom with the World Poker Tour in town. You have another big event coming up in the ballroom. You got my tournament here tonight. You got tournaments coming up during the holidays. It's tournaments, 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 money, money, money. Uh, Did I miss anything? Uh, No, I think you nailed it there. Um, Yeah, just coming off the Rock and Roll Poker Open that just finished up, uh, it feels like, just yesterday. But that was uh, towards the end of November. Uh, I mean, great turnout. Uh, Thanks to all the players and an amazing staff that works around me. It's it's unbelievable. It truly is. But uh, just great numbers. Uh, We almost set a record there in event number one. Came it came in a close second place to our own record, uh, but huge <laughs> huge turnout for the uh, the WPT main event, and uh, I think all the players had a great time. How much money? Because I know you guys guaranteed. I mean, these guarantees are crazy. You guaranteed, I believe, two million dollars. It was a four hundred dollar buy-in. You went over those two million dollars, didn't you? Uh, a, a lot of the tournaments had guarantees. Uh, the one that you're referencing, uh, event number one. We did boost the guarantee from one million up to two million uh, for just a four hundred dollar buy-in. Uh, yes, we succeeded there. Uh, prize pool ended up coming in just shy of two point five million. Wow. Uh, we had seventy five thirty two, I think the number was uh, total number of entries, and uh, yeah, I think they they ended up chopping it up like six ways. Everyone got over a hundred and thirty, hundred and forty thousand for four hundred bucks. For four hundred dollars. Four hundred bucks. Yeah. So here I am I mean, trying to hit, I'm trying to hit parlays and look, I'm doing a pretty good job, uh, but I'm putting yeah. in 200, 400, 600. You play in a poker tournament here at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. You could put up 400 bucks and possibly win what over 100 grand. And I mean, those players in the tournament had a little bit more control over the outcome, I believe, than, than your Man, parlay. I don't know about that. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. When it comes, people always say to me, because I play in a lot of tournaments, people say to me, oh, well, you know, it, there's so much luck involved. Like, you want to come out to my tournament tonight here in the poker room. It starts at 6 p.m. You could register until 9.30. There's $20,000 minimum in the prize pool. The last two months, we had more than 30K in the prize pool. But, Jason, people say to me, you know, you got to get lucky. You got to get lucky. How much do you believe, like when you sit down at a table, how much do you believe is luck compared to skill? Uh, it's it, it's an open-ended question, but I, I'm going to say it's like 80-20 skill weighted, in my personal opinion. Um, uh, it, it depends on 
the situation, um, how how deep the tournament is, how long it's going to last. Um, sometimes you have, obviously have to take chances, and then that's where the luck factor comes into uh, into play. Um, but I mean, w- what's your take on? Throwing in a six-leg parlay. What's the luck factor on well, that? Well, wait a minute. You're not asking me questions here. I'm asking you questions. Uh, now, I, I now, the now, table. now you're, <laughs> you're going to start asking me questions. That's another segment uh, for itself. Jason Heidenthal, uh, the director of all the poker tournaments here uh, in the poker room and also the ballroom here at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood with us on the Andy Slater Show. So the, the fun in the sun that's what you guys call it. And look, there was no sun this past weekend here in South Florida. But the sun will be out next week, and you guys are having, uh, can I call it like a holiday uh, tournament where people are bored, they didn't go on vacation, or maybe they're vacationing here, and they want to get involved in tournaments. How much money are we talking about uh, from, I believe, December 26th to the 30th? That is correct on the dates. Um there's nothing better to fill up the week between the day after Christmas and the wonderful new year. Uh, so we are hosting our 12th annual uh, fun in the sun events. Uh, it's a series that's held inside the poker room here. Uh, we do have six events this year uh, amongst those five days with over $300,000 guaranteed mm-hmm. combined amongst the six events. Uh, you know, you have your, your $400 opener with a hundred K there's also an $1,100 two-day event with a 100K guarantee as well. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, just a, a great filler there for the last uh, few days to close out the new year. And before then, we have my tournament tonight, $250 to buy in the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament here inside the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. And again, you could register until 930. But between my tournament tonight and the fun in the sun – you guys are still having your nightly tournaments, even though even on, I believe, Christmas night uh, with a final table bonus I was reading on the website. So you guys aren't stopping. No, we don't stop here. Yeah, um, I like th- that. There's definitely there's definitely something for everyone on any given day of the year, any given day of the week. So the doors never close. We're always open, always welcoming here in the <laughs> poker room. Uh, Jason, I- another thing I want to bring up, because we're, we're kind of going in order here. We got my tournament tonight. Uh, then you got the fun in the sun coming up. Uh, after that, I briefly mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, the ballroom back open very soon with a lot of poker tables in it. Uh, what do you have going on in January that this audience right now can take advantage of? What are you you're jumping to 2024 already? But I, I am. I'm ready. I'm ready for 2024. So just to get, we, we got the warm up tonight on the Slater Scoops event, right? That's the warm up into the fun in the sun, all right, next week. And then the fun in the sun is going to be the warm up into our Lucky Hearts Poker Open. Uh, we're back over in the ballroom, uh, as everyone loves to hear. Uh, the 11th to the 24th, uh, we're going to host our uh, 2024 uh, Lucky Hearts Poker Open. Uh, we got a couple big events, big guarantees, back up to the openers. Uh, that one's going to start off with a $600 buy-in, a million-dollar opener, and uh, capped off with a $3,500 main event, uh, two, $2 million guaranteed, and that will be a live stream final table. So anybody who makes the final table, they're going to be famous, they're going to be streamed, and 
they could win potentially how much money? Because pe- people in this audience, I mean, lately I've been talking about the parlays and, and poker. This audience is money hungry right now. So what's up for grabs? Not saying that you're guaranteed to win, but what's up for grabs? Uh, it is a $2 million guarantee overall for the prize pool. Uh, if I were to project it based off of history, you're looking at uh, taking the $3,500 buy-in and you know, say you were to win it outright and obviously become famous on the live stream uh, and uh, others. Uh, but let's say I'm going to put first place at roughly like maybe 400 k maybe mm. 350 in that in that range is what you're going to be looking at for first place. That's a that's like a, a buy-in for every tournament you have here in the poker room at the Hard Rock for the rest of 2024. Once we get there and and beyond, I'm sure. Look, you guys are doing amazing stuff here, Jason, and I I love the fact that you guys are not stopping. And I also love the fact that you're allowing me, like it's it's not illegal for me to win my own poker tournament. Jason, you know we started this tournament. I mean, I started it 12 years ago uh, with the great people here and, and the Seminole Tribe. But we started this tournament here inside your poker room at the Hard Rock, thanks to you and Bill Mason and others, last December. And you remember who well, won that tournament, right? Uh, I, I do remember. And if, if, if I got the name incorrect, I'm sure you're going to remind me of the name. It's It was was it Andy or Andrew? Was it Andy? Andy, right? Yeah, well, it depends. You can go by the government name, like with the payout slip. Um, or the name you normally call me, that would be Andy. So both are correct. So this is the one-year anniversary, Jace. That, I mean, awesome. that means I get like a plaque tonight or something too after I win? We can make that happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Pla- and, and I got to tell you, I love these pictures. I- I'm not a picture guy. I-, I mean, I take pictures of food. But I'm not a oh. picture-on-the-wall guy. And, and I see I'm your looking- stone crab photos all the time. <laughs> I'm looking at these pictures you guys have on the wall with – the King of Spades, the Queen of Diamonds, the Queen of Hearts. Some pretty good art in here, too. I need to buy some of this. Can I just take it off the wall if I win? No. No? Security? No, those are, you guys have cameras no, in here? We, we do. Those are ours. You cannot have that. If Come you on, win, yes. If you win, you could parlay that money into a, a sports betting parlay, and then you can go buy your own. Jeez, I mean, this must be expensive art. If I got to win my tournament, parlay that into a, a winning parlay in the sp- in the sports book, and then some buy of those, the art. Some of those are valued very highly, around fifty five thousand. I thought you would just throw this in with a victory tonight. I don't know. I got to talk to Bill. Maybe Bill's got some pull here. Because it uh, is Bill's room. Bill yeah. Mason is the boss. All right. Well, Bill won't notice if one is missing. Ho- hopefully not. Jason Heidenthal, it's always good to hear your voice. Good talking to you. Um, we'll do it again. Uh, very soon and um, please at least send me a tweet or something tonight after I win my own poker tournament for the fourth time in a year this being the one year anniversary I wish you the best Andy but I also wish everyone else better luck that's not that's not nice (laughs) come on I love the viewers winning (laughs) see you later pal Jason Heidenthal from Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino here in Hollywood All right, that's all the time I got for this Tuesday afternoon. I hope to see you guys here tonight inside the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.